This is episode 324, Break a Pattern by Breaking Up with Someone or Something, with Amy. Welcome to Over It and On With It. I'm your host, Christine Hassler, and for over a decade, I've been a life coach, speaker, and author. Each week, you'll hear me work directly with a caller as I coach them through a goal they want to accomplish or an obstacle they may be facing. I'll provide a blend of practical and spiritual advice as well as tangible actions you can apply to your own life. Now, let's get on with the episode. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Thank you again for listening. If you haven't yet, please go over and leave a rating and review for the show. Simple, easy to do. On your iTunes app, just go click rating. And if you have a couple extra seconds, write a review. I'm not sure if you can leave reviews on Spotify or other platforms, but I'm sure if you can, it's pretty easy to do, pretty easy to figure out. So if you can, I would really appreciate that. It just helps the show grow. And I hope you grow a lot from today's episode because we're talking about breaking a pattern. And even though our caller Amy is specifically talking about a breakup, you can apply this to anything in your life. One of the things I talk about a lot on the show is that when we think about personal development, if I really, really simplify it, there's two pieces. The awareness, like all your ahas, connecting the dots, understanding why, What's the lesson I'm seeking to learn? What's the pattern I need to break? All that stuff. And then there's the application, the integration, the action, going, okay, I have all this awareness. What's the action I need to take? And they must go together. You need both awareness and application to really shift and change. I'm sure a lot of you can relate to, you have all these aha moments, you have all this awareness, but things aren't changing. Are you applying it? Are you taking the action? Are you taking the steps? Are you actually breaking the patterns? Are you integrating everything you learned through action and behavior? Now, at the same time, you can't just take a bunch of action without doing any of the healing work, without having any of the awareness, any of the ahas, any of the, okay, I'm taking these actions and I'm making these changes and here's the why. Here's what it's helping me heal. So this is going to make a lot more sense when you listen to me coach Amy, but you'll see that she keeps going back for more in a relationship and you know she has a lot of awareness about why it's not healthy, but she's not taking the action of ending it for good. So as you're listening to the show, I'd like you to consider, is there a situation you're in, a behavior you keep doing, a relationship you're in that you know, you know needs to stop, needs to end, needs to be complete, but you just can't seem to get out of it. Do you find yourself calling something love or calling a relationship healthy or calling a situation okay, but it's actually not? It's just familiar. Are you confusing true love and safety with familiarity and certainty? You know, it's like the devil I know is better than the devil I don't. Next, are you abandoning your inner child by continuing to put yourself in situations that aren't for your highest good? So you're really not listening to what you truly need deep down inside. So keep all those questions in mind as you listen to my coaching call with Amy. And for those ladies out there who really want to break patterns when it comes to dating and men and call in a healthy relationship, not based on your past, not based on your issues, Be the Queen is starting November 30th. That's a program Steph and I teach live together. It's all based on my calling him in journey to really create an epic relationship based on who you are now and where you want to go. It's the last time we're teaching it live for at least a year because we have the baby on the way and we're going to start November 30th. You get a bonus call that we did on 11.11. You get the recording for that. 
We have a call every other week, sometimes every week, depending on the schedule. We take you all the way to March 1st. We're going to be supporting you through the holidays. It's It fluctuates in time. So if you live in Europe or Australia, New Zealand, Singapore, other parts of the world, there will be time zones you can make. And if you can't make the calls live, you can listen to the recording. There's a lot of curriculum, but it's not overwhelming. It's a really, really beautiful, beautiful, beautiful course. And it's a great way to get live support from us when you're on the live calls. You can raise your hand and get live coaching as well. So we are starting November 30th. That is around the corner. So get your application in christinehassler.com slash be the queen. And also for all of you who celebrate Thanksgiving, I just want to wish you a very, very, very happy Thanksgiving. This episode drops the day before Thanksgiving and share with you my appreciation that I'm so deeply grateful for each and every one of you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing the show with your friends, your family, your loved ones, social media. I It's so my intention with the show to just get awareness about healing and compassion and inner child work and just how hard it is to be a freaking human sometimes out into the world. And so I just appreciate all of you for continuing to listen through the years and sharing the episodes. I want to thank my sponsor this week, which is StoryWorth. If you're looking for an amazing and unique gift for someone in your family this year, I highly recommend StoryWorth. I love giving gifts that are meaningful to, to my loved ones holiday season, not just, you know, something I can wrap up in a box and they can wear, but really something that I put my heart into and that helps me get closer to them. And StoryWorth is a great way to do that. So what it is, is it's an online service that helps you and your loved ones preserve all your precious memories and stories for years to come. It's a thoughtful and meaningful gift that connects you to those who matter most. Every week, StoryWorth emails your relative or friend a thought-provoking question of your choice from their huge pool of possible options. And each prompt asks questions you've never thought of to ask, like, what's the bravest thing you've ever done in your life? Or if you could see into the future, what would you want to find out? After one year, StoryWorth will compile all your loved one's stories, including photos, into a beautiful keepsake book that you'll be able to share and revisit for generations to come. So reading the weekly stories helps connect you with loved ones no matter how near or far apart you are. So here's your call to action. Go to storyworth.com slash over it, S-T-O-R-Y-W-O-R-T-H dot com slash over it and save $10 on your first purchase. Again, that's storyworth.com slash over it to save $10 on your first purchase. All right, and now on to my coaching call with Amy. Amy, welcome to the show. How can I help? Hi, Christine. I'm just feeling very disconnected from myself, just very lost. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Um, I'm wanting to end my relationship with my boyfriend. Mm -hmm. We've broken up a few times in our year, early years of our relationships uh, for the same reasons I'm wanting to leave now. But it just seems like I feel guilty and I end up coming back and just pushing all of my needs and my wants away. And then we just end up getting back together. And this has been going on for almost 11 years and I just, I really want this time to be like, to be different and to just move on. But I just, I don't really know how. Mm. You don't know how to move on or you don't know how to make it different. What don't you know how? Yeah, I think like just how this time can be different for me not to just abandon myself and go back. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Why do you abandon yourself and go back? I think just to get love at that time. Is it really love? No, I guess not. What is it? It is. I've realized this year that it's very familiar to me that this Mm -hmm. relationship is the same type that I have with my mom. Mm -hmm. And how would you describe that in a sentence or two? Just not connected at all. We're, I don't know, just can't really be ourselves, I guess. Did you feel like you had to walk on eggshells around your mom? Did you feel like you had to do things to earn her love? Yes, all the time. Yeah, yeah. So you're connecting some great dots here, Amy. You're not going back for love. You're going back to what's familiar. You're looking to get what you didn't get in childhood from this relationship. And you know from listening to the show, this is so common. It's so human. We all do this in some way or another until we heal it. And until we give ourselves what we're looking for and until we let that inner child grieve what she never got from mom. So with each breakup, that pain that really starts with mom comes back and it gets too intense. And so you go back and I encourage you not to judge yourself for going back as many times as you have, however many times that is. Because you've been, it's been a little girl that's been going back, not the grown woman. The grown woman knows this isn't a healthy relationship. That's why you keep trying to get out of it. But then those, those subconscious programs come up and we find ourselves just pulled back to something that our grown up conscious mind is, knows isn't good for us, but it's like a compulsion. It's almost like we can't help it. So you've gotten to the point now, if you and I are on the phone You've gotten to the point now where you're ready to shift this. You yes, needed to go back enough times to realize, okay, this isn't working. Just like at some point you probably realize I'm never going to be loved by my mom the way I want. Yeah? Yes, definitely. Yeah. So what, Amy, do you think your most self-honoring supportive next step is? I don't know. Just think about it for a moment. We're in no rush. If you want to heal this pattern of going back to the familiar and calling it love, of trying to get somebody to love you and see you that just for whatever reason can't, what do you think that little girl inside really needs? Do you think she needs to keep going back to a Mexican restaurant hoping for Chinese food? (laughs) No. What does she need? I guess the love for me. Yeah. And remember love is action too. Right. So it's one thing if people say they love us, someone can say they love me until they're blue in the face, but until they show me with their actions and their consistency, my nervous system isn't going to feel safe. My nervous system isn't going to believe this really is love. So what action do you think she needs from you? Maybe to, like, I've never really, I don't think, connected with my inner child much. Um, mm-hmm. So maybe starting, like, a connection and so she's able to trust and. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's start this right now. So just close your eyes and I just want you to ask her, does she want to be with this guy? 
No, she doesn't. Why? It's not what I want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel good, does it? No, no. It doesn't feel good not to be able to be yourself, does it? No, not at all. Mm-hmm. So would she like you to end this relationship for good and to, in ending the relationship, you're really completing a pattern, right? You're, you're breaking yourself free from a pattern. Is that something that she would be interested in? Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. And can you see how you can't really tend to her if you're trying to make this relationship work again? Right. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. So you mentioned you want this time, this time of ending the relationship, leaving the relationship to be different. How do you want it to be different? I meant just in the sense of it being done this Mm -hmm. time and not me feeling guilty and going back. I do like in the past, it's been very quick. I've just been explosive and just ended it. And then I feel guilty about it. But I have thought very, very long and hard about this, uh, probably since May. So I do feel like it's that this time is a little bit different. I'm just scared of it not being it at the end, you know? Not being what, the final? Yeah, yeah. Well, you have 100% control over that by how aware and conscious you want to be and how committed you want to be to honoring that little girl, the more you ignore her, which is why those tears came up when you feel, when you said you felt disconnected at the beginning and a little lost. When we're fragmented, meaning our parts are all disconnected and we're not honoring one of our most important parts, which which is the inner child, we feel completely fragmented and disconnected. Mm -hmm. Because mm-hmm. it's like a piece of us is exiled. Right. A piece of us is abandoned. And every time you go back and you say you abandon yourself, it's you're abandoning her. So yeah. if you're fully committed to it being different, then you're fully committed to the inner child. Right. Okay. You're fully committed to making a promise to her that says, this is not for our highest good. This person was a great teacher. And there was love there and there was care there, but this isn't the relationship that is healthy. This isn't the Uh relationship that we want. And I promise you, I'm going to protect you. Yeah. So how you make it different is you truly connect to and commit to your inner child. And you might not think you have a connection, but when I asked you just to tune into her and ask her, the answer came very quickly. Yeah, it did. Yeah. So we often think connecting to the inner child is like the super complicated, I have to do all these processes kinds of thing, but really it's just being really, really quiet, going inside and listening. Okay. And the reason why sometimes people can do it easier with me is because I'm just holding the space of compassion and you can be me with yourself. You just hold a space of compassion Move out of the judgment, move out of the analyzing, move out of the have to make a decision, move out of guilt, which isn't a feeling. It's just a bunch of mental thoughts that create tension in the body and move into compassion and just one hand on your heart, one hand on your belly 
and just listen deeply. Ask yourself a question and listen deeply. And that's how the inner child and our inner wisdom can speak to us. It can be very simple. Okay. Yeah, it just seems hard, I guess, to get out of your, in your head. Well, yeah, because that's the protective place most of us live to avoid our feelings. Yes, definitely. The best way to get out of our head is to get into our body. Yes. That's why I love hand on heart, hand on belly, closing eyes, taking deep breaths and just going within. What do you notice in your body right now? If you just close your eyes and you just take a few moments, no rush to answer. And if you do put one hand on your heart and one hand on your belly, just what sensations or what do you notice in the body? What feelings? Where's their tenseness? I just feel like my heart is racing. I have like a pit in my stomach. Mm -hmm. My eyes are fluttering like crazy. Mm. Mm. So if you go into that sensation and just allow that sensation to speak, what does it want to say to you? The first thing that came to mind is that I'm scared. Mm. I'm scared because... I'm scared to not be loved. Hmm. Yeah. What else? I feel, I don't know, scared to show my true self. Mm. Because if I show my true self, then... Then maybe I won't be accepted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything else? That's all I can think of or that's coming up right now. Mm -hmm. Okay, so tune in again. Has anything shifted in your body? Um, Yeah, like the, my heart is not racing as much. Mm -hmm. I feel a lot calmer, I guess. Yeah. Why do you think that is? Maybe just speaking my truth yep (laughs) (laughs) it takes a lot of energy to repress feelings and it creates physiological anxiety which is knots in stomach heart racing eyes fluttering wow okay so when you just went in and again i'm just holding that space of compassion and let your feelings speak which you never got to do as a child Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, the nervous system could relax because you just were with the feelings. You let the somatic experience guide you. And then once you got it out, it's like, oh my gosh, I feel so much better. Yeah, definitely. So for you, because I'm guessing that given mom, you didn't have a lot of space to just sit and feel and express. So for you, when there's any big feeling that comes up, it doesn't feel safe to express because you think you'll be rejected, you think you'll be shamed, you think you'll be judged, you think you'll fill in the blank. And so you go into what graspy action do I need to take to keep quote what you're calling love, but 
what it really is, is the codependent tie. Right. It's like, yes, what action do I need to take to suppress this feeling and keep this person around? Right. Yeah. Because even though they're not loving me, this is the closest thing I've got. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. So if I were in your shoes, I would leave the relationship and I would get some support. It's always good to have a coach or a therapist during a time when we're going through a big transition and breaking a major pattern Okay. so that we don't, because again, when we are leaving a relationship and especially those kind of codependent inner child wounding based ties, it can feel very lonely and we can feel like we're kind of in no man's land. And that's why it helps to have somebody with a flashlight kind of going, I know it's dark where you are, but I've got a flashlight and I can show you the way so that we don't run back to what's familiar. Okay. Would you be open to getting some support? Yes, definitely. Yeah. And I'm not saying you couldn't completely navigate this yourself. You could. But for me, it's like I could eat at McDonald's or I could go to a five-star restaurant. I'm going to have a better experience at the five-star restaurant. You both are going to feed me. But wow, why not make it amazing? Yes, that makes so much sense. And for me, during these times when I've been in times like you are in, these really pivotal times when everything in our subconscious programming wants us to just go back to the familiar, when we are putting intention into our work, into our healing, and we have that commitment with a guide we really, really trust and we really feel safe with, it's like something inside of us knows, oh, wait, this is the direction I'm going to go now. Right. And it's a little bit easier to keep our commitments to ourselves when we have somebody yeah. going, you're going the right way, Amy. You're doing the most important thing. This is the direction. Come on. Keep yeah. coming this way. And you deserve that. You deserve that support. You've poured a lot into your relationship with your mother and your relationship with this guy. Yeah. And it's time for you to step into some receiving. Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. You're yep, not lost. I mean, You're probably more clear than you've ever been. Yeah, I guess you're probably right. It just feels disorienting. Yes. And I guess, is that why? Like, I guess that that's how I'm feeling is just because this is very, because it's different. What do you think? Yes. (laughs) I would agree (laughs) with that. Yeah. It's super unfamiliar. Yeah. Super unfamiliar. But if you look at what's familiar in your life, would you say, oh, wow, I've really known love. I've really known healthy quality relationships. No. Right. But look at where you are. You and I are talking. You connected so many dots. Given everything you've been through, you have way, way, way more wisdom than I think you give yourself credit for. 
So there is a very strong soul in there, a very strong intuition and inner wisdom that wants out of this cycle. Yes. But you have to take the action. And when you feel that pull to come back and you feel the guilt, because that's how, again, for lack of a better word, these codependent patterns work. It's like the guilt hooks us back in. Right. And mom did that too. So it works on you. So you have to just go, I know what this is. This is the hook. This is the thing that's pulling me backwards. I'm not, I'm not giving in this time. I love myself more than I care about this person's upset. And that's not mean and that's not selfish, but it isn't a healthy dynamic for either one of you. No, not at all. So when that guilt comes up, I want you to get a picture of your little girl and look at her and say, I will not allow my feelings of guilt to lead me to betray you and abandon you. I won't do that to you. I will not. Okay. I think that's a good idea. Pull out all the tools. (laughs) You'll have to stay committed and strong. Yes. Because there will be that pull. Go back and listen to this episode. Get support. Write a letter to yourself as soon as we hang up or record a voice memo of promises you're making to yourself and why this is so important and why this is the most aligned, loving thing for everyone involved. And when you feel that guilt, you read the letter, you listen to the voice recorder, put as many tools and support systems in place as you can. Doesn't make you weak. It makes you smart with your change. Right. Any questions? No, I will definitely do all of that. How do you feel now? So much better. I just feel more calm and, I don't know, relieved. Hmm. Yeah, because you know the truth and you know you're not lost. You've actually been lost. You're really starting to find yourself. Yeah. No, you're right. (laughs) Well, that's good. (laughs) Well, enjoy the journey back home to you. I will. Thank you so much, Christine. I really appreciate it. So Amy reported the very beginning when the emotion came up that she felt very disconnected from self, very lost. But what we discussed is it's not really that she's lost. She's she's more found than probably ever before because she's getting really clear. It's more about being fragmented. And what I mean by that, and I explained it in the call, but I'll explain it again here. When we aren't really integrated, when we don't have all our parts kind of working in harmony together, we feel fragmented. Imagine a family being separated, right? You know, the mom is in one state, her child's in another, father's in another. And it it's like, whoa, our, our family doesn't feel, it doesn't feel right. It feels off and, and we, we feel unbalanced. We feel lost. And when we have parts of ourselves that we've abandoned and that are fragmented, like in Amy's example, it's the inner child that really was abandoned and not being heard, then we do have this feeling of feeling lost. So if you ever feel that feeling, I want you to ask, what parts of me have I lost versus why am I lost or why do I feel lost? It's like, what parts of me have I lost? And 
What parts of me do I need to bring back and integrate? So more specifically on this call, Amy was asking about this relationship. And like I said in the intro, I want you to apply today's coaching session to any situation or any pattern that you just can't seem to quit, (laughs) whether it's a relationship or you keep going back to the same type of bad job or it could be any kind of addiction or whatever pattern it is that you just that you just can't seem to quit even though you know you quote unquote should i want you to ask yourself like is it really what you think it is so for instance in amy's case when i asked her why she kept going back she said love and i said is it really love and she's like no cuz it's not really love it's familiar it's a codependence it's something that her wounded self, I don't even love to say that, but like her inner child continues to look for. Her adult woman self knows the relationship isn't healthy. And this is why we get so caught in a bind sometimes and we get so judgmental of ourselves because our adult brain, our conscious mind, the 5% of us that isn't run by our subconscious and our past is like, this this is shit. (laughs) This is a terrible situation. Why am I here? We just can't seem to get out of it or we get out and we go back for more. It's because the subconscious, which is connected to the inner child, is looking for an unmet need. So boyfriend reminds her very much of dynamics she had with mom, and so she keeps going back to the familiarity of boyfriend because that subconscious part is like, maybe I'll get what I need, maybe I'll get what I need. And the healing in that is to break the pattern of going to the Chinese restaurant when we really want nachos and going, okay, how do I give myself what I need? And remember, when we're giving the parts of us that are fragmented, specifically the inner child, what they need, we have to remember to take action. If your inner child says to you, I just need to be loved, I just need to feel safe. Okay, but love is action. Safety is action. What do you need to do? Make promises and keep them. And her little girl was clear. We asked her, do you want to be with this dude? The answer was no. doesn't make him a bad person. It doesn't make her wrong. This is just a relationship that's based on familiarity, unmet needs, wounding from the past. It's really not based on love. So by ending the relationship, she is ending a pattern. She can't quit the pattern until she takes action. A huge block with the inner child is keeping ourselves in situations that distract us. It's really hard to take care of our inner child if we're off in a codependent relationship or being a doormat at work, or fill in the blank. If we distract ourselves with unhealthy situations, relationships, whatever they may be, it's really hard to tend to the inner child. We need to stop and focus on ourselves. And remember, connecting to the inner child it doesn't have to be complicated. It's just about getting really quiet, can making connection with your body. I love the hand on heart, hand on belly, closing our eyes and asking that little one, picturing our ourselves as a little one, and going in and asking. And remember, the inner child workshop that Steph and I teach, the recorded version is always available. It's christinehassler.com slash inner child. So if you want more help with connecting to the inner child, you can always gift yourself with that. And when we got Amy into her body, she had all the nervous system trauma response, not all of them, but many of the nervous system trauma response indicators. Her heart was racing. There's that pit or knots in her stomach. Her eyes are fluttering. She's scared what that usually is, those kind of anxiety indicators are indicators of chronic trauma. 
So we didn't dive too much into her relationship with her mom, her parents in general, but there was the walking on eggshells. There was a not feeling safe. I don't know if there was physical, emotional, or sexual abuse. Even if there wasn't, there's that chronic trauma of not feeling safe. Not feeling safe and walking on eggshells is chronic trauma because your nervous system never has a chance to really, really relax. So when we were able to greet that, she was able to be with it and she was able to express and I was able to hold a container of safety for her, she immediately felt that shift in the body. You see, it doesn't have to be that hard. It doesn't have to be that complicated. It's often just going inside and allowing ourselves to feel. My advice to Amy, other than getting out of the relationship for good, is to get help. She's in a big transition. When we put extra intention and resources into those transitions and into that healing, the subconscious is more cooperative because it's like, oh, okay, this is where I'm investing my energy. This is where I'm investing my resources. Okay, I can get on board with that. More breaking big patterns and we just try to do it all on our own. Sometimes the hook from the subconscious of let's just go back to the familiar because we don't really know what we're doing here can pull us back. So that's why it's so good to have that, that guide with the flashlight saying, hey, this way. And remember, clarity can feel disorienting because you're leaving the familiar, you're leaving your comfort zone. So you might get super big clarity, like it's time for me to quit or leave this relationship or whatever it is and go, why do I feel so rattled? Why do I feel like the foundation is shaky? Because you're leaving the familiarity of your comfort zone, which is often unhealthy. So just because you feel disoriented doesn't mean you don't have clarity. And always look for that feeling of relief. When Amy said she felt relief at the end, that was my exhale for her because it's like, oh, okay, because relief is always an indicator that we're on to the truth. All right, everybody, that's the show for today. Sending you so much love and many blessings. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Over It Non With It. I love hearing from you. So please post your comments or questions at christinehasler.com slash podcast. That's also the place you can sign up to receive coaching from me in an upcoming episode. And if you love this show, please share it and subscribe on iTunes. You can find all my social media handles and sign up to be part of my community at christinehasler.com. Until next week, here's to getting over it and on with it. Much love and many blessings. 